This week on the BAMFCAST, open the door, get on the floor, one in 10,000 people is a dinosaur. One RAR, we're in. All right, welcome to the hey, BAMCAST, hey, episode 152. Woo! All right. Woo, woo, woo. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every fabulous episode of the BAMFCAST is, uh, well, sometimes we do Triple Rex 2, the shit of the union. <laughs> State of the union. State oh, of sorry. The right. Triple Rex 2. Uh, State have, of the union. We come in here and we talk about it for about 30 to 45 minutes, and then they get a rating. Uh, good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get a one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Yay! Yay. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and bad, bad movies, as in stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags. After Twilight. No. Boo. Boo. Boo! Boo! boo. Yeah. boo. That was too enthusiastic a boo. 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 Drop that boo. boo. Wow. So, uh... <laughs> Second movie of our Triple Rex, we decided to do Anonymous Rex. The dark middle chapter of <laughs> Triple Rex 2. <laughs> right. A 2004 sci-fi channel movie. Yeah. Because we know how well those go. Hey, there's what not many good idea that was. Rex movies out there. there. What? I thought there was a plethora of nope. Rex. No? Okay. Yeah, there are. Nope. You're just not looking hard enough. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I actually was looking for a Thanksgiving <laughs> T-Rex movie. I wanted like Pilgrims fighting. That would have been awesome. Let's go make that movie Are right you listening now. Sci-fi? I know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's get a plot summary for Anonymous Rex out of the way so mm-hmm. we can talk more about this masterpiece. The dinosaurs didn't go completely extinct when the asteroid hit 65 million years ago. Today, every 10,000th person in the country is a dinosaur, evolved to be human-sized and wearing sophisticated holographic disguises to maintain the facade. Two dino private investigators are hired to discover a cult called the Voice of Progress that wants dino kind to come out of the closet and reclaim the planet. Yeah. That sounds like sort of what we watched pretty much yeah that, some things like that happened it's a dino noir yeah yeah so this movie quotes uh um <laughs> stars sam Tramell from true blood mm. mainly and daniel baldwin from the baldwins <laughs> yes as in bombing the baldwins the baldwins he, he was great in the baldwins <laughs> all the baldwins uh, are dead was he the one that was in sliver no no that was Steven. william william Steve Billy Baldwin. Steve was he the one that was William. in Usual Suspects? No, no, he's the one in, that's only on TV, I think. Was he the one in Glengarry, Glen Ross? Nope. No. That's Alec. Which one's he then? The one who was in Anonymous Rex. Mm-hmm. And the one on drugs. Oh, he's a druggie? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. He's such a fine actor. Why would he do that to himself? <laughs> well, the older they get, the more he looks pretty much like Alec Baldwin. And it sounds like him now, too. He's getting there. Yeah. If you squint, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But uh, He's other the squinty ball. two other people that are barely in the movie, uh, Faye Dunaway, yeah, hey. of Bonnie and Clyde, mm-hmm. Chinatown, Chinatown, of, like, sure. classic, amazing movies, real movies. Sure. Of, well, she spends the entire movie hanging out in Chinatown um, because yeah. she she is part of the Dino Council that hangs out at the Dragon uh-huh. along with Isaac Hayes, yeah, who doesn't speak until the last five minutes of the movie, pretty much. Yeah. And even then, it's just like, so. Yeah. Um, and then there's some <laughs> he old... snarl those words out. Yeah. There's four people, basically, in the council, I guess. There's an old Asian lady. Again, these are what they look like. They're not mm-hmm. who they really are. Mm-hmm. And then some other Asian dude that has a, you know, Sweeney Todd's haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. So... And they sit there, and they play Mahjong, and then they make decisions using Mahjong tiles. About the dinosaurs. Yeah. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs. Mm-mm. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's most of the cast, and then there's you know a bunch of people you've probably never seen before, sure, or ever again. Yes. So these are adapted from a book series. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got fancy on this episode. Casual Rex books. Yeah, there's Casual Rex, Anonymous Rex, <laughs> and Hot and Sweaty Rex. <laughs> my personal <laughs> favorite. Really? They just gave, yes, yeah, really. They just gave up on the, the third book. Is named clever. Hot and Sweaty Rex. Yeah. <sighs> We got fancy. That, this yeah. is fancy? This is fancy. Okay. It's books. The fans on Amazon <laughs> refer to them as Dino Noir. Dino Noir. Dino Noir. Dino Noir. Dino Noir. It's Dime Store Dwine Noir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Yeah. No. No, don't. But yes, Dino Noir. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs that are also detectives that are also dinosaurs. Sure. Uh-huh. Pretending to be humans. Yes. Playing detective. Uh-huh. Right. Why get a real job? Why not just eat other people who have money and take their money? <laughs> I'm, 
Why are you trying so hard to fit in, dinosaurs? I know. Why don't you have your own private dino island and just eat shit? <laughs> Not literal shit, but no. dino fire island. <laughs> yeah, they're Isla Nublar. Yeah. Dino yeah. island. Just put them there. Go chill out. Have fun. Yeah. yeah, like the whole conceit of this is the conspiracy theorists must love it. Because it's like, yeah, they're actually, they have to, every time there's a dead body, they got to find it and they got to they got to take care of it and they got to get the cops off the scent and all that. And it's like, this is the most convoluted shit ever. Yeah. Like, it would suck to be a dino just because you can't do anything. So, also, it How means How are there not that, more dino sightings? Well, it also <laughs> means that basically they've let humans evolve into the, you know, the apex species. Mm-hmm. Even though they are. Yeah, why? Why have you let this go on? Because Why did in you Europe, let this happen? In the Middle Ages. No, no see... <laughs> Wrong. Well, during you their, let that happen. Their little, That's what their I'm saying. little flashback thing, which was um, like a grade school presentation, <laughs> oh, like, which was kind paper. of awesome. That's yeah. the only thing I loved in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they do this little flashback that explains the history of dinosaurs and lack of evolution, I guess. Yeah. Where they use like cotton balls, and you know, like I said, it looks like a third grade science mm-hmm. presentation. But it's all stop motion yeah. animated. Yeah. It's, it's just, great. It's a lot yeah. of people just going whoosh. But yeah, they, they explain that. The, the asteroid hit and killed almost all the dinosaurs, and then they show, like, some peeking out from <laughs> under the rock, like, oh, I guess we made it. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. And and they let the humans evolve? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Instead they were of just eating them, like, yeah. oh, these are a threat. Yum. I don't know why they weren't mad fucking and repopulating species. I mean, they had a long, long time to do this. <laughs> yeah. They're dumb. Millions and millions of years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a big gap between the dinos and humans, so. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, through this little stop motion animation sequence, we we learn that their their methods for disguising themselves changed over the years, and they they kind of insert little dinosaur faces into uh, hieroglyphs, and <clears throat> yeah, it, it's just weird. And cave <laughs> paintings, yeah, yeah, cave paintings, and then they go like, "Well, we can hang out in China pretty easily because they, they love dragons. They believe dragons, <laughs> and then like, oh, it went bad in Europe because dragon slaying, and mm-hmm. yeah." Which yeah. that was a cute portion. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh well." Then we had rubber suits, and then that, that we now then we, we have computers. holograms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, holograms. Now they have the most advanced computing slash solid holograms. Yeah, holograms. They have quad, quad core, core technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, how many times do they mention that he needs to upgrade to a quad core? Several, few, a few yeah. hologram yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah, too many. Mm. Yeah, he needs and, to go to a core two quad, yo. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's whatever. I mean, just th- think about the premise of this movie. I'm tired of thinking about this movie. I know. Yeah, we, like we've talked about it for eight minutes. We're tired of talking about some it. Some things work as books. They don't work when translated to visual anything. Yeah. This is one of those things. Honestly, I think if they had spent some more time and money on it and had real people in this movie instead of <laughs> Baldwin rejects. <laughs> It, Daniel it Baldwin is not a Baldwin reject. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a Baldwin. <laughs> no, he's a Baldwin reject. Oh. Hmm. He is kind of like the sad other Baldwin. Well, sure. He is about. the sad other Baldwin. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> I, I think they could have made this, this premise work with... No. no. Oh, yeah. I no. think so. I disagree. No. I completely disagree. No. Well, if you, if you cut out the bullshit about, you know, we just let the humans take okay. over the world if you cut that bullshit out mm-hmm. if you find a different way find another way around that i i don't know it could work the thing about this movie is that it's basically a bad reworking of alienation which is basically like okay here's this whole other thing that that is part of society but that's not really important to the crux of this story we're gonna just do a detective story now but just accept all the shit that we're feeding you in the first 10 to 15 minutes about the origins of all this stuff. Right. Mm. I guess what I'm saying is Alien Nation was okay. And yeah. And this is not well, that. Had yeah. Poor imitation there. Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, there's also a little bit, there's a little bit of like the blade element too, where it's like, yeah, vampires are living among us, but they're kind of trying to be hidden. But then right. there's like some ones where are like, eh, let's fucking go nuts. Yeah. Take it's over like, the planet. It's like alienation and blade and blade runner all put in a blender. And it's just like dinosaurs. Yeah, and you dinosaurs. take it out and it doesn't taste good at all. No. You're like, wow, this is wow, this is a horrible combination. Why did I do this? Wow. Keep drinking it. Three for great. Days. I thought it would have worked. <laughs> Three great tastes that don't taste great together. There's some. Yeah. There's some things you do with a sci-fi channel movie. This is too ambitious. Like you it's just. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. heady. It's heady. I you mean, just, it's got ideas in it. 
What you, <laughs> you don't want that. You either cross two animals and have it attack, mm-hmm. uh, you, or you make something larger. Yes. Or you make something that uh, is a little bit larger, and there's a bunch of them. Right. You, you know. Yeah. That, that's that's your formula. Sure. Yeah. 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 Or hunting something that's elusive, like sure. Sasquatches yeah. or yeah. supernatural yeah. sort of sure. thing, like mm-hmm. werewolf. Yeah, but this it starts out more like a noir where there is straight up narration from our main character. Oh, it's all he Vincent. does is narrate. Yeah, but he stops about a third of the way through, and then no, they just he still narrates a little bit here not and there. Really, not, not, not like, like I mean, the beginning is like nonstop well, sure. narration. You know, well, for like has the to first get all that ten plot minutes. In. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess they have to feed us this world that they've created where... They have to at least do an attempt for people to stop going, wait, why are there dinosaurs? This was two hours. No. No. We watched the shorter It ran on TV in two hours, but take them commercials out like we did. Yeah. I mean, all right. It felt like two hours. (laughs) The the quick version of the plot, because we are skirting it a bit. They start off, they're investigating... uh, Well, first they're tailing this guy who apparently... Has seen a seen dinosaur. <laughs> one of the people outside of dinosaur form, you know. And so they basically kind of track him down and kill him, more or less. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then they go tell his wife and, and kid, like, hey, uh, yeah, he was he was robbed and murdered. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that they're telling the wife as they're killing yeah. the husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're pretty confident that they're going to catch him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But He's yeah, just but, a human. And then... Uh, Dan- then Danny Baldwin's ex-wife or girlfriend or whatever comes along and is like, hey, my brother's dead. I want you to look into it. And so they go and it looks like a suicide, but then they, you know, they start investigating more and they find out that he was killed. Yes. Yeah, and they explain to us that Vincent has the best sense of smell out of any of them. Right. Yeah, that's and the thing. Dinosaur, the, the whole smell. dinosaur culture is based on smell and Yes, pheromones. And herbs. Well, everyone has a unique smell. And he describes one of the bad guys as smelling like a dead crab rotting in the sun yeah uh crab dude. crab dude. danny baldwin's daughter uh smells like peaches mm, and cream she smells like peaches and cream mm. yeah <laughs> and apparently all the dinosaurs go nuts for Creep. that yeah yeah and daniel baldwin smells like smoking a cigar on a leather chair sure yeah. it's about what i expect danny baldwin <laughs> yeah. to smell like <laughs> except it's a, a cheap cigar the one bit, a really the one bit of realism chair. introduced into yes. the script i think they were just like what does baldwin smell like yeah write oh, that Jesus. in there <laughs> <laughs> Somebody go, hey, intern, go smell Baldwin and tell us what he smells like. <laughs> Don't get too close. Comes back coughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, it smells like cheap cigars and rotting leather chairs. That's sadness. Great, put that in. Uh, don't put the sadness. No, don't put the sadness. <laughs> And the sadness is implied by yeah. his. It smells his like more schlumpy. successful brothers. <laughs> what is that? How do you describe that smell? Mm. But yeah, yeah he, but. he does exude sadness this entire film. He's just like the he, schmuck. Yeah, well, he's just highly disheveled every single scene. Yes. And uh, it's Baldwin. Yeah, it's he shows Baldwin. up ready to go, looking like that. Yep. Here I am. Spends half the time he should in the wardrobe, and he's like, "I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go hit the pipe." Yeah, he just puts on his regular clothes and walks onto right. the set. I'm yeah. here. So in investigating this. Uh, you know, murder suicide thing. Uh, they start uncovering this plot because, well, they, they eventually they go to his funeral and there's some, these, these cult members there. And that's where they find out about that cult that I mentioned in the intro thing. The, the voice of, of progress, right? The carousel of progress. Yeah. And then they go to this benefit thing and they meet the leader chick. Yeah. Maude Lebowski. Yeah. She's a lady mm-hmm. and a lady dinosaur. Uh, she and, and Vincent uh, basically babe. kind of immediately lock eyes and start kind of, Giving, them, giving each other googly eyes. Well, no, she puts out the, you should have sex with me scent. Oh, yeah, well, sure. Because mm-hmm. he's like putting it out there pretty strong, aren't you? And she's like, how'd you notice? Yeah. I have the best smell in the world. Right. And then he goes wandering downstairs and <laughs> there wanders into this room where there's a... They've a, taken a cow. Yeah. And he just <laughs> hears... Raff, and, you know, dinosaurs sure. gone feral. Yeah. Yep. And they're they've eating, shut they're, off their yes. human things. They're eating, they're eating this cow because they've given up uh, you know, raw meat a long time ago. Well, they discovered fire. fire. Yeah, sure. <laughs> God, there is so much backstory oh, to everything, and, and it's not good. Well, and there, there's a reason for that. It's because they're trying to set up for the series that was that never, never going to happen. Oh, yeah. well, there, there was another piece to this that we skipped. Oh, apparently, in this universe, various herbs, yes, are the drugs to the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Vincent's dad is uh, getting high, drunk, whatever, on uh, month-old, like, rosemary or something, parsley yeah. or something like that. Oregano. Oregano. Yeah, oregano, that's what it was. And then, like, he, when they go to this upscale party, he's, you know, he was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the freshest, you know, 
rosemary I've ever had, yeah. sprigs or whatever. Yeah, and Daniel Baldwin gives his ex-wife some basil, right? Because yeah. yeah. she needs a fix. Right. Got to keep her compliant. <laughs> it's. I got what you need. Some basil. I'm. I almost wonder if this stuff even works in the book or not. Probably anything not. works in a book. No, I, I, you is, can read anything and not go. Oh, come on! This is probably some oh, young. Chuck, have young you read ad- a book, Chuck? Yeah, I've heard of. Do you know people who read books? This is probably some young adult bullshit. No, I, no, no, it's, it's named not. anonymous Rex. No, it's casual it's, Rex. <laughs> Hot okay. and sweaty Rex. All right, fine. These are not in the young yeah. adult section. These My are, young adult would not read <laughs> Hot and Sweaty Rex. <laughs> These are in the furry section. <laughs> well, they're uh-huh. not going to learn about it from here. They're right next no. to the Laurel K. Hamilton books. <laughs> what? I don't know who that is. The Anita Blake vampire fucker. Oh, oh, no. yeah. Okay, I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah. I hear they're great. Oh, they're super. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so you they ever they... want to know about a werewolf having sex? Nope, not. Yeah, me no. not particularly. Neither did I. No, I'm good. But okay, so after the cow mutilation, yeah, uh, he goes and questions her and basically ends up boning her. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, it's my kind of questioning. Danny Baldwin and his daughter. Go to this club, and she gets kidnapped by evil other dinosaur guy who isn't doing the horrible job of you know blending and not looking evil. No, mm-hmm. he's pure up evil. He just looks evil. He's got a sweet leather jacket though. Yeah. yeah. But he, we also had been introduced to him earlier right. when he meets with the council that has Faye Dunaway and right, and his henchman is the rotting crab dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he had been saying that they need to there was something they needed to vote on and they needed. The revolution of some kind, and right. yeah. they said, "We'll think, we'll reconsider it." And then, like thirty seconds later, she goes, "Nope, nope, nah. still not doing it." Nope. So Good she's choice. kidnapped, and then you know, they get back together, and they have this brilliant idea of, "Oh, hey, you still have your old rubber suit? Yeah, I still have my old rubber suit." So they take a floor fan, put it underneath their their rubber suits, their rubber human suits, yeah. and blow them up because there's a guy outside watching, making sure they don't leave, right. or they're going to kill the girl. Which just serves to be a goofy moment in the movie. That Jokes. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Jokes. But yeah, the, the, the guy in the bad leather jacket, his plan is basically that he wants the dinosaurs to retake Earth. Right. They, they have made some sort of uh, meth... Tarragon. Yeah, Tarragon based on the... Tarragon herbs. gas. He's got them hopped up on Tarragon. Right. Yeah. Which apparently is just... That's the yeah, thing that makes fucking dinosaurs go crazy. It's the most potent. Yeah. Um, it's banned, as yeah. a matter of fact, yeah, oh, yeah, in it's the illegal. dino community. Yeah. It cannot be the, on Tarragon. They have, they have basically, they reinforce these semi-tractor trailers with extra steel. Yes. They've loaded up these dino people in the back, gassed them with this stuff so that they go completely nuts. Right, they're going to unleash gonna, them. And they're going to back this truck up somewhere and say, hey, world... There's Here's crazy dinosaurs, dinosaurs, and they've just murdered a bunch of people. Now, it's, it. now we're fighting everyone. Yeah. Right. That's the plot. So they they get in. They they rescue the daughter. They take uh, what's-his-nuts to the council and reveal his whole evil plan. Uh-huh. And they... I don't even know. I don't even remember this side plot happening, but they pop out a Mahjong tile, and it's the same. It's like the dragon tile. And they go, oh, you were going to murder us. Mm-hmm. That was your plan, not to go murder some humans, because we weren't going along with you. And they're like, eh, it happens. Let him go. Yeah. And yeah, why he even brought him back to them was weird. I don't know. You bring everyone to the council. Sense. Yeah, you bring him to the... Yeah. But that's basically the whole movie, because then it just kind of ends. Like, Sam Trammell's, like, at the end, he's like, uh, you know, I I don't completely disagree with this going crazy and murdering people and exert, you know, becoming the dominant species again. Mm-hmm. And he has this weird flash of, like, murdering a whole bunch of people. That's and- almost more the conflict in the movie that they try to introduce, is that he's not sure whether... He should side with the status quo, or if he should join. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently he, he was chicken. in love with this redhead chick when he was a teenager, right? And yeah. but he couldn't be with her because she was human. And yeah. then he's like had slow motion running on the beach. Yeah, and Brian Adams slow motion video. <laughs> oh my god, I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor guy. But he also there. We also had Baldwin's daughter, who was human. Yes, pretending yeah. to be dinosaur, pretending to be human. Right. right. Because Baldwin, like, walked into the Wonderland slangs and found a baby and took the baby and raised the baby, even though that's not what you're supposed to do in yeah. dino culture. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to eat the baby. Right. Give Don't eat the baby. Eat the baby. No, eat the baby. Eat the baby. Don't eat the baby. Not eat the, the baby. baby. 
But so, yes, yeah, um, whatever. So yeah, that's part, I would rather that's watch part dinosaurs. Of, <laughs> yes. that, that's the, the reference. <laughs> that's the other s- subplot that's running through that is she won't let her boyfriend feel her up because she says she's hideous. Her boyfriend's a dinosaur. Meanwhile, her boyfriend like hits his button and <laughs> yes, my boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend is a that dinosaur. Was, that was one of the sequel spinoff yes. books. Yeah. Was my boyfriend is a dinosaur. Yeah. But, but that today, subplot, on, today on Maury, my yeah. boyfriend is a dinosaur. But the subplot, it's like the they father. drag it out through the entire movie. Yeah, that but there's something wrong with her. It's worth it though for Baldwin giving the speech of how she just she, she had to choose. She had to choose. She was either going to be a human or a dinosaur. And she well, no, he says a, yeah. or a dino. And yeah. now she's a dino pretending to be an ape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's this whole long, like... Well, they, 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 they show her like, blowing out the candles right, on her 12th birthday. When she and, decided, and he goes, once and for all. And then she was dino. <laughs> yes. <laughs> her dino year. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's turn 12 and you decide if you're right. a dino or not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, her dino mitzvah. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. She sprays pheromones, by the way, yes. on herself. Yes. Has, and she has like this meth lab pheromone right. She's manufacturing. Them. She can't just go to the store and get bedroom. some shit and yeah. spray it. No. It's not like yeah. she just buys Estee Lauder's peaches and cream or right. something. Mm. She picked peaches and cream <laughs> because she wanted to be special. Right. <sighs> and every time they talk about the peaches and cream, they show peaches dropping into oh, cream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fully to, the, to the point where when she attacks one dude with the spray... He's Crab attacked dude. by images of the peaches and cream right. yeah. uh, as he's like, ah, peaches and cream. You make a dino man scream. <laughs> yeah, this movie's but, not good. Uh, if, if there were a highlight, um, there mm-hmm. at one point when uh, evil dude is threatening his daughter, Daniel Baldwin, semi morphs into his true triceratops self. Right. And gores him to death against a, a fence. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens. Good yeah. job, Baldwin. Yeah, Baldwin is a triceratops, by the way. They're yeah. all different species of dinosaurs, although we really only see, like, raptors and then the half second that Baldwin turns into a t- yeah. triceratops. The, the Rex thing doesn't make sense because nobody is remotely close to the scale of a T-Rex. I kept waiting for someone I to... I think they implied that Isaac Hayes was a T-Rex. Okay. Okay. But... Is that why he couldn't reach the tiles? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's playing <watching>. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. The council that members awesome were probably if they did have a guy with really short arms. Yeah. was the T Rex. That mm-hmm. would be pretty good, but it wouldn't make they sense. Didn't. No, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, maybe all the council members were T Rexes. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Faye Dunaway was totally yeah. a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, so that's a movie that we yeah, attempted. We watched oh, that man. movie today. Watch. So let's uh, let's rate it. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about movies for twenty three minutes and then we move yeah. the fuck on. Yeah, this is you know making up for Bond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This get may be our shortest out. episode ever. But uh, it's just find this stupid book. Uh, oh yeah, download it for your Kindles. I will. <laughs> it just hurts. It's just it's like I said. Some things just you should not even try to adapt them, and especially if you don't have a budget. And everywhere it goes in this movie, you can tell they're trying to conceal the budget one way or another. Yeah, but you know, compared to uh, whatever the last movie was, the um, Eden Formula, this mm. thing looked like a freaking billion dollar production. Well, yeah, because they had some really cheap CG showing the. Yeah, this the CG was terrible, but well, know. they went outside. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shots were in focus. Yeah, you know? true. <laughs> there was okay. a, there was an, a proto dubstep score going yeah, on half there was the movie. a big club that they went to yeah. at one point in time it was yeah. well lit in there yeah we did like in the beginning that when they identify that guy who they end up apologizing to his wife later because mm-hmm. they killed him but when they're like oh there he is po- and, positive, and he, ID. Like, yeah. positive id literally like cannot see anything but <laughs> no, feet it's just feet you yeah. see a shadow walking down the street and like we positive id yeah it's him yeah but just uh i'd know that shadow anywhere yeah Wait, didn't your brother play the shadow? (laughs) I get it. Ah, Baldwin jokes. (laughs) Always room for Baldwin jokes. Yeah. Oh, man. At first, when they did the stop motion animation thing, I was like, hey, maybe they're doing something cool with this. And there's no flashes of cool aside from that. Except in some of the editing. Some of the transitions were clever. Just going in on an object and then morphing it into something in the next scene, mm-hmm. or, you know, a little toy dinosaur or something yeah. like that. I mean, well, the toy dinosaur is what they morphed into the yeah. stop motion animation with, That's which was cool. Me. But so many of them, it was just like 
editor was just kind of a asshole who was bored, and he's like, <laughs> Let's what, try if this. I, what if I cut down the road in the thing and then wipe it out to the side? And yeah, there's a lot he of like fun with it. Yeah, yeah, there's just a lot of annoying transitions like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Three bags. <laughs> I just yeah, it, it lost me so far, and it like. We're not stressing enough how pretentious it gets near the end about everything it's doing. Yeah. I mean, it goes way, way out of its way to to screw itself by being that pretentious about an idea that, hey, these people are dinosaurs wearing holographic suits solving crimes. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. <laughs> dino just like, detectives. Yeah. yeah th- there's I like, want there to see Dino be, Detective. Sure, the, I'd watch the dino TV cops. series. <laughs> dino Cops? Yeah, see, there you yeah. go. Dino Cops. Dino Cops. That would be a show. Yeah. I that, would watch that show. Sure. That's better than Especially if they were no, just... Wait, that's better than You realize... Wait. No. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. Dino Cops is Theodore Rex. No. So think no, again. Theodore no, 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 Rex no, no, no. Think again. No, 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 no. He no. was a dino cop. I know. He was a dino cop. I know, but yeah, that, that's not But he was a what, bumbling dino cop. No, no, no. However, <laughs> there were a bunch of terrible, terrible people that made that, that I, movie. I want to see Dino Cops that's Batman 1, not Batman and Robin. Yeah. Because like everything in Theodore Rex was... Neon colored and right. stupid. <laughs> yes. Neon colored and stupid. So you want the grim and gritty reboot of Dino Cops <laughs> yes. that has not happened yet? Yes. Okay. We can make that happen. All right. Yeah. I, I'm. You've got me back and on board. Now it's called Ted Rex. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Ooh. It's just Rex. No. Ed. Edward Rex. Oh yeah. As this stands, three Edward. bags. <laughs> Ted. <Edward. laughs> three. Teddy baby. Three bags is an appropriate rating for this movie. <sighs> yeah, uh, I have to. Things that are keeping it out of five. The stop motion thing is kind of cool. Yep. And I'm giving them like a bonus jocks for lofty ideas that they couldn't actually pull off. Sure. I, I, I applaud that they were like, yeah, we could fucking do this on a $2 million <laughs> budget movie. Let's, yeah, yeah. do this. Uh-huh. So People it's like it's, like it's like a pity. pity so what are you extra. giving it? I'm giving it three three bags. Yeah. Oh, well, you still had... Like, despite Fake those positives. Yeah, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying yeah, like... Okay. That keeps it out of being the, five. Yeah, the... the the stop motion and the other transitions and, yeah. and a little bit of random fun. And like, there's a pity extra sure. rank for, okay. for I, the I would agree. idea. I would agree with all that. I just heard the word jocks near this. Did movie I say jocks? I got I, confused. No, no, you bags. said you gave it kind of a jocks, but no, well, yeah, I, that got it up. Yeah. Just to clarify, three bags, three bags. Oh, here we go. Long sigh. I, there's enough about this movie to kind of get it up to, a two bags before we came in and sat down and talked about it. Mm-hmm. But man, it was really a slog through a heaping pile of bullshit to get, <laughs> to get any payoff whatsoever. Yeah, I did. I did really like, um, the lone Baldwin because he's alone <laughs> um, all the time. Baldwin. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call him. I couldn't think of the lone Baldwin. Yeah. Um, I did really like him goring the dude against the fence. I thought that was a... I'd been waiting for something like that through the movie. But um, I think I am going to give it three, though. Yeah. Because it just deserves it. (laughs) Don't watch this. Yeah. You can watch it for Stephanie Lamellon or whatever the hell her name is. She's cute. Not worth it. Just look at pictures of her on the internet. Sure. That's all you need. Pictures of her on the internet are better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, and they're so, a lot shorter. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, failed. and there are no Baldwins in them. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yay! Failed potential is still failure. Mm-hmm. And that's all this movie is about, and not much to like really sink in and and laugh at either. Yeah, no, can't really sink your teeth into it. No, yeah, it's just competent enough to get it out of the out of the it's so ridiculous it's fun phase, but it's just. Yeah, they try real hard enough to pull it out of that either. Yeah, they try real hard to give it some some weight, and so that takes the fun out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is a movie about fucking dinosaurs disguised as human beings with holographic suits solving crimes. (laughs) That should be great. You tell me that's what the movie's about. That's why we picked it. We were like, yeah, fuck yeah, people disguised as dinosaurs solving crimes. Yes. Nope. Nope. Wrong. Thanks, (laughs) sci-fi. Thanks, yeah. Eric Garcia. It needs to be a lot more loose cannon and a lot less like, oh, boo-hoo, my daughter's human. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm have, I'm an emo dino. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of emo dino. 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 Dynemo. Emotionsaurus. <laughs> Rex. There it is. Yes. Emotionsaurus. Rex. Emotions Rex. Oh. 
All right. All right. Let's move on to talk about other things. Okay. Depressed Lodicus. (laughs) (laughs) Dilapidated source. All right, and welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. All right. Hey. Time for more podcasting. Yay. How's it going? Yeah. It's going all right. How was your How's weekend? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. All right. Weekend talk is over. <laughs> all right. Cool story, bro. Yeah. So who Thanks. watched some movies? I didn't. I have turned into a machine that is only capable of consuming Canadian TV about the manufacturing processes of everyday goods. All right. So, no. <laughs> I'm playing Wedding Planning Adventure. Oh. I know you guys want to hear about that one. Yeah, tell us all about yeah, it. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> you, should watch, you should watch The Wedding Planner, and then you will have to not do as much homework. Yeah, but I right. I don't want to feel the need to kill myself. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there anyway. I got plenty of years left to go for that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Chuck. No problem. Yeah, so, I mean, it was random, weird, old... Shitty movie watching time. I mean, not shitty. I wouldn't say shitty. I wouldn't say shitty. Just no. like, I mean, like movies I love, but it's just, it's been like weird week of just watching things. Yeah. Random, With no ra- bond, we're directionless. We're, uh, yeah. Aimless. I know. Where do we go? We feel lost. We've turned How into do we a shell on? of person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All three of us are one person. I, I, I guess I'll, I'll go first since I've got more movies and we'll break me apart with you with talking about your Whoa. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will. It's getting saucy. All right. Dino wrecked. Um... <laughs> So, Shiny Lights T-Stroll, that's been my main movie watching a partner of, of late because, you know, I have no job and he works weird hours. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. that's how things work. Kismet. Uh, so, yeah, I guess he had a he had a bad day at work. So, he was like, bring me oh. some comedies. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I've got those. Is he your girlfriend now? <laughs> uh, no. No, okay. he's not. No. All right. Are you his girlfriend now? I might be. I don't know. I don't Mistress know. on the side? I don't know. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I'll bring my trusty pile of movies and i brought things like talladega nights and all the things that i was like yeah hey these are all good at any point in time yeah but we ended up uh he picked waiting the ryan reynolds uh you know clerks sort of movie yeah i've seen that yeah and uh you know he hadn't seen that so yeah that's a movie it's pretty funny yeah it is a funny movie it's got some got some funny stuff that goes on it good jokes yeah sequel is not very good they made a sequel sequel? still waiting oh why why did they do that uh, some of the ancillary characters, and I think Ryan Reynolds wanders in for a 30-second cameo. He does that. Like, like, Van Wilder 2, right? Yeah. 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 It's one of those deals. So. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch that, but waiting is good to watch. It, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are very anti that movie. It, it's funny, I started, like, in looking these movies up, I, I found a very weird trend of pick any movie, any movie in the history of movies, and go on IMDb, and there will be a one-star review with, like... The t- you know the title of this is the worst movie of all time mm-hmm. and and they're just they're funny to read because sometimes they're actually well written and they almost seem like they're making a point and then it's like what you you can't honestly believe that though like yeah <laughs> like, I just mean like really this I mean yeah I, I, I people or a lot of people are put off by the 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 interactions with food in this movie I'll okay. say that some people just like cannot tolerate that. And depicting that, even broaching the subject that that's what food preparation experts might be doing to their food at any given time is just, they're having none of it. Okay. The only <laughs> things I remember from that movie are the Batwing and the Goat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Those yeah. are the only things oh, out of that, that entire movie okay. that mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And all I know is the people that seem to hate it are just like, well, it's just clerks in a restaurant. You know, and it's like, from okay, yeah, yeah, but they kind of did their own thing with it. And... Yeah, it has decent performances from just about everybody. I mean, that. Ryan Reynolds is freaking hilarious in that movie. I yes. mean, it's just like the way he's so incredibly quippy in that movie just mm-hmm. is works really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's one of his better. I mean, he does that on almost every movie, but I mean, it's like that's one of the better examples of him doing that ever. I think I think better than Van Wilder. But anyway, Van Wilder has some issues. Yeah, it does. I don't know. Van Wilder's better. 
Oh. Okay. Better than waiting? Yeah. I remember it. I remember stuff that <laughs> happened in it. Okay. That okay. That's to fair. To me, uh, qualifies it as being better, but, you know. Sure. Oh, sure. Whatever. Yeah. And the uh, Okay. So, in the other one. Um... Yeah. Good discussion. <laughs> yeah. Good Great discussion. Great discussion of waiting. That was awesome. I know. No problem. Uh, the, yeah. The other movie uh, is one of my all-time favorites. Somewhat. It's it's one of my all time favorite. Uh, yes, they're putting that on the box. It's one of my all time favorites. Somewhat. No, it's one of my all time favorites that goes in the category of I think most overlooked movie, like misunderstood or otherwise dismissed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's Bring It On, the mm-hmm. cheerleading movie of all damn things. Yeah, Bring Be- It On because and again, this is another movie that suffers from shitloads of shitty direct to video sequels that I think tarnish. The names of of, of original They've movies, the brand, sort of. Yes, I there mean, there are I just, a lot of them. Yes, exactly. I think, I think, I think that's the thing. Is like you see all those, and it's like fuck that movie. And and the <laughs> thing is, is, like usually, sometimes in some of those cases, the original movie is a good movie, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, shit out of a hundred direct to video sequels. But I, I think that the first movie is is incredibly smartly written. It's it's funny. It's a little bit of a satire on the entire world of cheerleading even though it is ostensibly the save the rec center you know let's have a you know we've got to win the big thing for whatever reason kind of movie right gipper yeah but i mean it, but on the on the surface it's like it, it just takes every possible turn it can to poke fun at how stupid the idea of cheerleading is yeah and yet still maintains that it is this movie and you're still in the end kind of rooting for whomever to win. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's a, like a, a really interesting line to walk that that movie walks really well. Hmm. Yeah. I, I have I, never I, seen bring it on. I, I've I, also I, never seen, bring I can't it explain on. it, but I always, I listed among like clueless. Like I said, I always think clueless is probably the best example of people just dismiss that movie without actually watching it or paying much attention to it. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's like a brilliantly written movie. And, uh, maybe to a little bit lesser extent, like 10 things I hate about you. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I, see, I, I think it's funny that you, you say you don't really like Clueless, but you like that. Yeah. And to me, it's like they're very similar vein movies where... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I remember about Clueless is the scene where they get on the freeway. And I laugh my ass off because it was just like, oh my God, we're on the freeway. And they scream for five minutes. I, I can I quote and do quote, quote Clueless all the freaking time. And really? And people don't even realize it. It yeah. must be it. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. Just like I said, give, give, bring it on another chance. Um, okay. If it doesn't have you by like the intro sequence and, and you don't get what it's doing, I don't think you're probably going to get the rest of the movie. Hmm. So, so watch the intro, watch the intro, base it on that. Okay. I mean, it's happy and it's stupid and it's bright and colorful and, and looks like the teen movies of that era. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just think it's, it's a cut above and like throughout all those, those teen movies of that era, there were ones that were better than yes than they should have been yes um she's all that yes can't hardly wait these yes. are these are actually really good movies Correct. that were in a, a big pile of otherwise awful movies yes which i think it's funny that you know the not another teen movie pretty much spoofed all the ones that were actually good yeah it did. mostly yeah <laughs> it's like okay yeah well it sort of spoofed their tropes you yes. know hot girl put glasses on not hot yeah. anymore yes the clark kent de- sure defense yeah, but yeah. So that was that was the evening in comedy. Oh, I am going to uh, as I figured out that he hasn't seen ten things I had about you. That's next on the list. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that movie. Never seen anything that you've mentioned. What in the past five minutes? Damn it, son! <sighs> I've seen Clueless. What were you doing in the nineties? Like I'd never dated any girls that were like, "We got to watch Bring It On." It's my favorite movie. Like hmm. that never. Well, like like there's a Venn diagram of girls I dated yeah. and then girls that loved Bring It On, and those things did not. Match up. Never the two that's shall the, meet. Or can't hardly wait or any three word hmm. title. Like never meshed. Okay. Well, the thing about bringing on above is, the law. Yes. Is it works, works for death? Yes. Okay. But bring it on works on two levels. It actually, it works perfectly well as a movie for 12 year old girls who are into cheerleading or whatever. That's fine. It's like the Looney Tunes principle. It's like this works perfectly well for kids, but adults can look at it and go, Oh, mm-hmm. I get what you're doing. There's a sub layer here that, that mm, the kids yeah. are just like, ha, funny, bouncy, colorful things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing thing about bringing it on is it completely works on two levels. I'm just saying it's a smarter written movie than what it, the, it's intended target market. It's like, you know, if the, if the parents got dragged to this movie by their teenage girls, they probably would have been like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, I actually think I've seen um, Down with Love, which is the director's oh, next movie after oh, that. Oh, that's awful. I saw that at a preview screening. Don't do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, she held that. Can't hardly wait. And ten things I hate about you would be of the second. Like Clueless was kind of the precursor to that generation of, of yeah. teen comedies. Those are the top three from the the mid to late nineties two thousands era. Yeah, you need to see those three. All right. Yeah. If I'm ever in need of seeing those types of movies, yeah, I will keep them I, in mind. I mean, even despite Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard, she's all that is is a great movie. I would say they don't hurt it at all. No. Yeah. They were still in the tolerable phase at that point. Right. Better than Wing Commander. I saw a movie. Okay. I saw a movie I saw in the theater once when it came out. And I thought, man, that movie was fucking amazing. I love that movie. And then just like we're watching something on the DVR and it stopped and just happened to be like a mid-scene section moment of this movie. And I was like, it's one of those movies where it's like, oh shit, this movie's on. I got to put in the Blu-ray and watch it. And that's The Negotiator. Starring Sam Jackson. And I've seen The Negotiator. Kevin Spacey. I saw that in a preview screening also. All right. Yeah. You, so you used to go to preview screenings all the time. Oh, yeah. I worked at the TV station. They were like, here, you want this? It's this week's movie. Yeah. Did you have to argue to get those tickets? No, no negotiation uh, oh, necessary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey, we, help me out immediately. We, <laughs> I, I have seen this movie, and I remember absolutely nothing about it. So please tell me why I might want to take a second look at it. It's just movie. really solid. I mean, just a really solid movie from start to finish it just it doesn't it doesn't meander around with stuff that it that that's pointless uh the plot pretty much kicks in right away that the you know you got crazy samuel jackson just yelling all the time which is always fun and then you got kevin spacey showing up and being smarmy to everybody and it's one of those movies where like if you're a fan of the two leads it gives you everything you want out of them it's got a supporting cast of a whole bunch of dudes that you like a whole bunch of dudes yeah the movie and it's got like this sort of mystery to it where it's just like Everyone is pretty much sneering and giving it away that they may be in on this, but obviously not all of them are. So, you know, you're looking at it it's like, well, there's David Morse, who's pretty much evil in every fucking thing. So I bet he's in on it. But it's really weird that you mentioned that. For some reason, when you were talking about other people in the movie, that's the first guy I yeah. thought of. Because yeah. I, I just saw a few minutes of 16 Blocks the other day. Right. Of course, he's the bad. Yes, exactly. That. <laughs> yeah. That's a great movie, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the dude who made that movie, uh, F. Gary Gray, makes some really good movies. Like sometimes, he, he, yeah, and sometimes he makes garbage. But when he's on, like when he hits, man, they hit really good. Like he's he did this and he did the um, the Italian Job remake, which was really good. Mm. And uh, oh, I liked it. Yeah. And right. um, oh, what's that? Well, he's the guy that went, go back go back to make. He made Friday. Yeah, he made Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a music video director for a long, long time, and he made Friday. Um, and then he made that Gerard Butler movie with Jamie Fox. I can never remember the name of it, but I really, really liked it. Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, that one. It was funny because I didn't even realize that, but I was going to say Negotiator is a lot like Law Abiding Citizen in that when it's going along, you're like, okay, that's cool. And that works and yeah. that makes for a good scene and that, but then after you sit down and you go, well, didn't he have to know exactly <laughs> that this, you know, like as soon as your brain starts analyzing yeah. the connections, yeah. you're like, that movie kind of falls apart yeah, you're like, you kinda, think about it. Well, Negotiator does too, where it's a little like, bit. where you got to, you know, you just get that well, fuck this movie. What yeah. the, why did I fall for that? No, that doesn't make, you know, right. So it's one of those, that's an enjoyable ride. As long as you've got that contract with the movie where you've like, all right, I've bought into this. Yeah. But the second your brain stops buying into it, you're like, oh, well you can, no, no, that, no, <laughs> you know, that's negotiator is very much like yeah. that. And law abiding citizen to like the 10th degree beyond that. Is, I, but I didn't like, even realize that's the he made the same director. Yeah. I think it's like once maybe a hundred or even a thousand movies where my brain in first viewing will do that. Like suddenly like my brain, like the right side of my brain is like, no, you are not <laughs> going to just enjoy this movie. You're yeah. going to nitpick it apart. And I, I generally don't let that happen. And I'm so glad. I, I don't, I don't know what triggers in me either. Cause I, I do it very rarely. Yeah. Like sometimes I can just go with a movie and then when it's over, it's like, wait a minute. What I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I may do it after the fact sometimes, yeah. but I mean like, I do it a lot. After hard, the fact. Hardly ever happens worst. while I'm watching a movie. I mean, apparently a lot of people do that while they're watching a movie. Just, cannot if, if there's like one plot hole it's like no yeah no now this is wrong no my dad is the worst person on the planet for that because it will take just one character like acting out of the proper behavior mm-hmm. or just one thing that's like that wouldn't happen and then he is done done like he is like shut this shit off this is stupid <laughs> why am i wasting my time did, did i ever talk to you did i ever tell you the story about watching the pilot of the x-files with my friend's dad who's an fbi agent I think you have, but you can go ahead and tell it again. I'd like to hear the story. Okay, so actually, you know, uh, he was an undercover FBI agent, Mm -hmm. kind of retired by the time, you know, we were friends. 
Um, you're not not well, not retired from the FBI, FBI, but out of, out of the field. Sure. And um, we're watching the pilot of the X Files because he was like, oh, you know, I like sci-fi and this is the FBI guys. I want to watch this. Pick nitpick the whole freaking show apart. How they were carrying their guns. And he just lost his shit when it hits the point. I don't, I don't know if you remember the pilot, but they, they mm-hmm. hit the point where like the car shuts off. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and because they hit the spot where the, the UFO had been. Right. And he goes to the back of the car, grabs the orange spray paint and paints a circle or an X right on the on the road. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, standard issue spray paint to the back <laughs> of an FBI car. He watched every episode of nine seasons after that it was <laughs> wow. hooked. Like, I don't know anyone who was more addicted to that show in the history of ever. Like, I swear to God, it was just like, I remember, like, it be, actually became a thing where, like, my friend couldn't go do things on Friday night until, like, after 10, because it became a thing, like, he and his dad sat and watched the X-Files every freaking week. Wow. And did his, did his dad continue to pick apart? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just, like, that first show, but I remember just, like, watching it and just laughing, like, in the back of my head, just laughing at him. <laughs> like, I was like, there's no... Oh, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Standard <laughs> issue FBI, orange spray paint, the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, yeah. I swear to God, he was so addicted to that show. Hmm. Oh. It's a good show. I was that guy when it came to the negotiator. Okay. All right. Not really. Okay. But I, that's one that suffered severely from trailers giving away like vital stuff to the movie. It's so funny because the big moment in that trailer is Kevin Spacey getting on the radio and saying, now you have to deal with both of us. And then it's like slams into the negotiator. That line is never in the movie. Yeah. Here, it's here, like, here's the tire that was in the coming attractions, <laughs> but not in the final movie. It's, but I mean, I, usually, you know, you will see something in a trailer and just like, hey, that was never in the movie. But this was like the like key scene, like right before the title smashed onto this on the screen for mm-hmm. the for the trailer. And it's like the only thing anyone remembers yeah. from the trailer. And I just like remember the trailer or the movie being over. It's like, hey, not only did Spacey never say that, there was no opportunity for him to say that. Mm. He was never even in a situation where he could have gotten on a radio and threatened people. Yeah. But- yeah, movies like that that are just solid movies. Um, I need to watch it again, but I remember Inside Man. But I mean, I don't. I'm not like a huge Spike Lee fan, as I've oh the Denzel stated. the bank robbery movie. That, but I mean, like that was like one that didn't even have the fingerprint of Spike Lee on it, and that is like I still remember that being just one of the tightly tightest written scripts I'd ever. I need to see that. I didn't see it because of Spike Lee, because it's it he, works. He in lost despite me a long time Spike ago. Lee. Yeah, it, yeah. it has nothing about his fingerprints on it. I yeah, mean, it's just good. like he made a solid movie, and like yeah. like I said, I just remember seeing that and like coming out of the theater and just going, "Damn, that was one of the tightest written scripts I've." Yeah. ever seen put put the film inside man is really good it does have the one spike lee contribution to it which is basically strap camera on dude have dude stagger down street point of view shot yeah it has that and it's just like oh this spike lee movie oh okay yeah. <laughs> but, i remember uh, that in truck turner yeah <laughs> what no that was awesome <laughs> he oh, didn't make that truck turner oh that wasn't spike lee so he ripped that off from truck turner probably okay yeah just making sure uh-huh yeah yeah movies so I watched one other movie, just kind of randomly flipping through channels, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I landed on this and stopped, but it was uh, Two Girls and a Guy, way back 97, Robert Downey Jr., Heather Graham, Heather Graham. And, and Robert Wagner, Wagner's daughter. Um, <laughs> what happened to her? I don't know. She was in like... She was big for like six months, yeah, and then she was she in like high away. fidelity in this, and, and then yeah. it was like nothing. Go ahead and talk about it. I'll um, research what happened to him. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll all hit IMDb now. <laughs> so the guy that directed this movie has made some movies that always border on like almost good yeah um yeah it's like they're they're never good good they're just like so close to being good and and this movie is so weird because i think if this were directed by somebody else it would almost be a like a really 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 good drama movie Mm -hmm. but this is one of those ones where it's like the directing comes through the screen and it kind of ruins the whole thing because it's mic'd weird. I mean, I'm pretty sure like a, a significant part of it is ADR'd because it just sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Like sounds completely different than the rest of the movie. And then the camera will just do subtle things like two characters sitting there looking right in their faces, not really moving and talking to each other. And the camera's just doing like a subtle like track in and track out while they're talking just because it's like we can't just have a static shot here. Yeah, I remember that. And it's so weird because like, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is so good in that movie and that's kind of one of those movies that despite it not being like a, a great movie, being one of those ones where it's like, holy shit, I think we actually have to like watch this guy. He's actually going to be a good actor and then, you know, a couple of years later definitely proved it. Yeah, well, this was during his whole wandering down, down streets, stoned out of his mind, in and out of jail. Sure. Like, this sure. is when people were like, oh God, Robert Downey Jr. is about to die. Yeah. It's like, hey, remember that guy from Weird Science? Oh man, he's fucked up. Yeah. 
I seriously at that time you you would have never been able to convince me that not only would he be big again that he would be like a box office draw like let's go yeah. see the new Robert Downey Jr. movie. Yeah, <laughs> never would have expected that in a million years. Yeah, it's so weird because like I said, it, it it just it borders on a almost a great movie, but it's just not like it's and I think it's it's the weird meandering directing that's going through on throughout that movie when yeah. it, it essentially is a stage play. You know, I mean, it's, it's almost all one location. It's just a bunch of yelling and drama and things like that. And bottle and, movie. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it doesn't need any fancy thing to go along with it. Yeah. There was a lot of that at that time, that sort of experimental low budget, get a couple stars, put them in a room. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it seems like a lot of it is improvised. I'm, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, like, I don't know. It's like, why why are people afraid to do a two-camera My Dinner with Andre movie again? <laughs> you know, it's like, just let two people talk, and if it's interesting enough, people will pay attention. And if they have so short of attention span, they'll walk out and talk about how much it sucks. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just it's annoying when it, it, the, the technical aspects of a movie are so painfully obvious, where it's like, why does it sound different here? You know, I can tell where the mic is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I just, that's, that's annoying to me. She is now working semi-regularly on television. Okay. Ever since 2004. Alrighty. Hooray for TV. Hooray. Yay, TV. So. Savior of movie stars who are no longer movie stars. Exactly. Put yeah. them on CSI. They're a star again. <laughs> she was on CSI. <laughs> of course she was. Everyone's been on CSI. Uh-huh. Everyone's been on the X-Files, too. Yeah, X-Files. You will always see somebody... Mm-hmm. And they'll pop up in like that late '90s, early 2000s one, like past the prime of the show. But well, here's what here's where my head went a little screwy is because because I watched Waiting and then I watched Two Girls and a Guy. It was mm-hmm. like I was like, wait, wasn't Ryan Reynolds in the two guy girl, two guys, a girl, girl in a pizza, pizza place? place? And then it like started messing with my head. And yeah. then I was like, oh shit, of course he popped up on the X Files at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds popped yeah. up. He's popped up on like everything from Saved by the Bell to like uh, the, the shows there that were on at that time. Is like he popped dude up works. Everything. Yeah, yeah, because he was on a shitload of TV before he made like, people like him. Made that that TV show and that gave him Van Wilder and he's a now, likable now he's a dude movie guy. Yes, he's a movie guy. movie dude. He just gets to keep playing himself. Ryan Reynolds, be a good gig. movie dude. Mm-hmm. They yep. show up. We wrote some jokes. <laughs> I don't need those jokes. Yeah, tell me them. I'm jokey. <laughs> I'll deliver them sarcastically. How about that? Nah. Oh, good, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, good thanks. Dude, That's why Ryan. we hire you? Can, can, can you stop <laughs> doing this? This is a superhero movie. We're trying to do serious. <laughs> no nope. jokes, man. Nope. Bad jokes. CG green things. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a giant hammer. Jokes. <laughs> Jokey hammers. Never happened to the other guy. <laughs> no, that's not. That right. one's free. Not Ryan no. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, movies. So, emails. We have an, at least an email, right? Yeah. We were uh, recording a little early this week, so we... Uh, it's the holidays. Yeah, we didn't yeah. put out a call. That's okay. It's holiday. It's it's the day after Thanksgiving. You, you got the day off. You're yeah. not at work. You don't need entertainment. Go buy some stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're be- yeah. You're driving from store to store at right. six in the morning shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're stuck at work, then just listen to it again. Right, put it on replay. Somebody driving around might be listener Scott from Dallas. Hey, I've heard of that guy. Who has emailed in uh, about listen- some of the movie recommendations we received last week? Oh yeah, yeah. He has opinions. I would like to hear Dallas, and apparently I want to hear his opinions. Yeah. So he says, "Hey guys, bring it on." Hey. Before I start on the movie recommendations, I want to say that YOLO is quite possibly my favorite episode. Hooray! There's, there's just something about hearing grown-ass men say YOLO that is hilarious. <laughs> Mackie delivered his few YOLO exceptionally well. Thanks. The insistence that they'd rather be watching a PG-rated movie about a chimp was also great. That episode was like the perfect storm of what makes the BAMP cast so good. There goes your fawning s- section of the okay. podcast this oh. week. We feel great. You've got our... Our confidence is up now. Let's read the rest of this email. Yeah, like now sell man. it. Close it, man. Yeah. Here we go. You guys got some movie recommendations, and I thought I'd comment on them. Normally, when I hear a movie recommendation I disagree with, I just go, eh, whatever, and let you guys do your thing. But I feel like you need to be warned very strongly about two of them, and I thought I'd pass on my thoughts on another. Mm. The first movie, which is okay, is Steel Justice. I watched this a few months ago, and after the cold open, I was ready to write you guys a recommendation for it. Unfortunately, the rest of the movie did not come close to living up to that. Is a lot better than Snake Eater, though, and available on Netflix Instant. That is everything I said. <laughs> that is exactly right. He's not right. paraphrasing you, Chuck. No, I know. I'm just, he's I'm just agreeing with you. I know. He's right. Yeah. 
He also says, someone else recommended Bohachi Bushido, The Code of the Forgotten Eight. I would also recommend against this. One reason is there is no dub, so it's entirely in subtitles. Mm. That's a big reason, buddy. Mm. Also, it's a real slow burn, and there's not a lot to mock, as the Bohachi Bushido strives to be a film as opposed to a movie. There's a good scene involving a ninja and some naked women that's absolutely hilarious, but the film suffers from a major flaw that will make you not want to watch it. It is a pinky violence film, and it does contain at least one rape scene. Nope. Just wanted to warn you guys on that before you decide to watch it. Thank you. Appreciate that. I wish everyone would warn us for that. Yeah. If if there's rape in your movie, heads up. Give us the heads up. (laughs) Just be like, I know know what you're thinking. Just letting you know. How about rape? Not recommending it if it's a rapey movie. Yeah, good point there, too. Great. It says, lastly, Postal. Mackie was right. I'm the person who thinks Postal is a goddamn masterpiece. Despite that, I would still recommend against it. <laughs> I think it is a goddamn masterpiece because it caters to a sick part of my wheelhouse that most other movies rightfully ignore. I know three other people who like it, and that's all in their messed up wheelhouses, too. Everyone else I've ever met has hated it. Listener Jens has nothing but vitriol for it. One time at a party I was hosting, a friend said, hey, put on Postal. And I did that, and it ended the party. <laughs> now, I'd like to say that maybe it was being 2 a.m. that did it, but people began clearing out really fast after a certain point. A point my, free friend, my three friends and I found absolutely hilarious. Apparently, people who don't like movies where kids get shot. Who knew? Who knew? Really? <laughs> Anyway, just thought I would chime in and prevent you guys from suffering at the hands of movies I'm fairly confident you won't enjoy. In summary, Steel Justice is okay, Bohachi Bushido is not the genre for you, and Postal is just not an enjoyable movie for most people. But you know what? YOLO. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast, <laughs> listener Scott from Dallas. Thanks, Scott. YOLO, Yolo indeed. Mm-hmm. Totes YOLO. Yeah, I always feel bad like poo-pooing rep- recommendations from people, but I also feel bad when we just demolish something somebody recommended. <laughs> But that's the thing, though. We're, never, we're not going to sugarcoat it either, which hey, I guess is good, but... We can't like everything, yeah. you know? I mean, we just... And we can't pretend to like something because someone recommended it. Some mm-hmm. some yeah. some recommendations and, are garbage. And usually <laughs> our, our, our viewings sync up as far as how we all feel about them, but, you know, we have those occasional cases where some of us are like, yeah, that was pretty sweet, and then others of us are like, fuck this thing. Pinball summer. Well, usually it's Chuck doing that, but... <laughs> Every once yeah, in a while, whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, that's all the emails since it's a next week. email. Would you like me to make up an email, Chuck? Yes, yes, please. I want to hear this. Tell me what listener so and so has to say. Listener this Yanni is- says Chuck likes all the shittiest movies. I yeah. never agree with Chuck. He's always trying to give Stargroves to movies that don't deserve it. Oh, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chuck. I'm not going to make up emails just for you. Fine. Whatever. Sorry. I guess we have standards or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. 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 But let's hey. leave and go eat some turkey. Or yesterday. Turkey sandwiches. <laughs> leftovers, dude. <laughs> yes, leftovers. I want a sandwich. Yeah. This time sandwich. travel thing is I'm is a still bitch. at work. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little gravy on it. Oh, yeah. You get yourself a sandwich. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make yourself gravy. a stew. There it is. <laughs> So let's talk about contact information. Okay. Email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Check out the website at, surprise, bmfcast.com. Check us out on facebook.com and twitter.com slash bmfcast, where you can find us doing social media experty things. Find us on iTunes, search for bmfcast, subscribe, rate, and review, or else. And also check us out on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices that will deliver our glory directly to your ear holes in masterful fashion. And finally, you can send us a voicemail. You can either email a voicemail type file to bmf at bmfcast.com, or you can do the thing that all your friends are doing that will make you popular, which is call the Garfield phone, the BAMCast hotline, 910-5-JAX-BMF, 910-556-9263. If you feel like giving thanks, you can go to the website and click the donate button. Yay! Yay, donate button. Yay. Thanks, thanks for the hosting. Donations. Stop. Yes. Praise us with your money. Tumblr.com. <laughs> <laughs> Make it Help rain. us register all these tumblers. Yes. yes. It's not expensive. It's not, it's not cheap. No. It's not expensive. No. <laughs> it's free. But, but the effort. Pay us for our time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's all we I ask. now have 37 BAMCast related tumblers. Mm-hmm. Man. So, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is BAMCast out. <laughs> <laughs>